Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Spurs fans around the world and welcome to the first Spurs show of the new decade, the first Spurs show of the 20s. My name is Theo Delaney. I have a a brilliant panel of uh, Tottenham fans with me here today to pick the bones out of four games. We've had four games since we last uh, spoke to you here from Spurs show towers and we've got a couple coming up as well, all sorts to talk about. Uh, On my left is Liam Heath from Copper 90 making his debut. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Good to see you, Liam. Uh, to Liam's left, one of our main squad members, Abby <laughs> Summers, is back. Hi, Abby. Hi. Good to see you. <laughs> Happy to be back. <laughs> and to my right, from the esteemed Cheese Room podcast, all the way from the United States, Aviva Summers. Thanks for having me. Good to be back. Two summers in one show, would you believe it? Right here in the dead of winter <laughs> as well. It's amazing, isn't it? You're and you blessed. guys aren't even related, right? No, no, I don't think so. Who'd have thought it? I know. Well, as I said, we've got a lot to talk about here. Not, pretty much none of it good. In fact, if we do it in chronological order, I always like to do it that way. Uh, the only remotely, vaguely good thing we can talk about is the first thing, because we're going to go through these games, go through them. I mean, obviously, we'll be talking about the transfer window. We'll be talking about the FA Cup. We'll be talking about injuries. We'll be talking about general malaise. But the first match we're going to talk about is the Brighton game. Now, the Brighton game took place on Boxing Day. I love Boxing Day football. It's such a great British tradition, isn't it, football Mm. at Christmas? Brilliant. I mean, so all these managers, they queue up and moan about it. And you think, yeah, but it's the same for all of you. It's perfectly fair just because you want to go out and have a party. But... I mean, I'd hate bloody festive season of that football. And we did deliver at least on Boxing Day. Anyone else, anyone else at that game? Yeah, I was there. I mean, it was the hardest game to get to ever. Cause it was, oh, right. Yeah, because it was the early was, kickoff. Yeah, 12.30, yeah. yeah, wasn't it? But, yeah. Um, no, it was good. It was, uh, yeah, I thought we were a little, a little bit lucky. But mm. I was still, that was still sort of before the games that were then to come. Sort yeah, of feeling yeah. quite positive. And yeah. 
after the Chelsea game as well, how disappointing that had been. Oh, that sort was of come, yeah. To, yeah, to come in, to come back in, to like sort of come back and get a we win. Had it was to like, bounce back and win. Yeah, and it looked, it looked like with that win, we had quite a sort of nice run of games over, yeah, over Christmas and New did. Year as well. But, but even in that game, yeah. that Brighton game, I mean, I felt like after an hour, I thought, oh, this is, this is disaster because we were losing. Yeah. And actually not playing particularly well. Well, I would say that we haven't necessarily played any better since, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. since Jose came in. No. If we're taking the Burnley game out of it, yeah. where we had a, that was a decent game, but you could also argue that Burnley just didn't turn they, up that they day. They capitulated, yeah. I mean, I can't, I'm struggling to see any progress whatsoever. Yeah. At least under Poch, you kind of knew the football we were going to play, the style we were going to play. Yeah. Now, we literally set up the team... I've got no idea how he's going to play apart from trying to lob the long ball. Now mm. there's no Kane. I, I really don't know what he's going to do. He's going to have to, have to try and make some tactics and do something. But yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say we've progressed in any way, shape or form. I think no. we've just kind of carried on at that really mediocre, below average, poor level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat <laughs> No, you're, you're definitely <laughs> not sugarcoating it. how I feel, yeah. I mean, the thing is, in that game in particular, we didn't play very well, and we basically got out of jail because of two moments from two top-class attacking players, Kane and, and Deli Ali's finish in that game, if you remember. It was mm. that came over from um, Aurier, and, he, and it was a deft, beautiful, oh, yeah. deft, deft little volley. But, I mean... It wasn't. You couldn't walk away from there thinking we've turned a corner here. At least we got a win after the Chelsea game, Aviva. Did you watch it in? Were you in America at well, that point? With the with the Brighton game, it's funny. I was actually on a plane coming oh. back from Atlanta to Boston, where I'm living now. Mm. But um, I was watching it on my phone, and yeah, it was just kind of one of the games when you're just like, yeah, hopefully we'll win, and then something happens and we win. But honestly, I agree with Abby. Like when you look at the score, the team sheets now, you don't even know what the formation is, and yeah. it took. Now it takes me a good 15 minutes and at least 10 minutes of the game to figure out what are we doing? Yeah. How are we playing? And Brighton, you know, I'll credit them. They're a great squad. You know, they, they've beaten Man United several yeah. times this season, yeah, last yeah. season. Um, but, yeah, that, that was just, unfortunately, a boring and uninspired game. And yet, as you say, Liam, we get to the end of that. We say, right, the points are in the bag. And now we've got what looks like a nice schedule. We've got Norwich away, Southampton away, and then we've got Borough in the Cup. Love it. So off we go to Norwich. Now, as, it, as luck would have it, I was staying between Christmas and over New Year. I was, um, I was staying in Suffolk. So I went up to the Norwich game, which was brilliant. I went with my uncle, Simon, who, who works with me sometimes on the Tottenham Hotspur films and stuff like that. And um, my cousin, Paddy, who's been also, they've both been guests on this show before. Another mate of ours, Spike. And we went up there. It's a great away game, Norwich, because yeah, it's a lovely little place. Yeah, yeah, it's a lovely yeah. little place. There's no trouble. There's no, you're not, you know, it's not threatening. And it's a good old-fashioned ground. I lovely old-fashioned old little ground. ground. Yeah. who their sponsor used to be. Who was it? Aviva. Aviva. Yeah. <laughs> they also have the best pies in the country as well. They, because of De- Delia, Delia yeah. has very high standards. Nice pubs <laughs> it was nearby. A, it was a bird derby. Cockles versus the canaries. The canaries, that's Bird right. Derby. It was battle, yeah. battle of the, of the birds. Of the birds. Battle yeah. of the birds. And, um, you know, we were in a great mood. Had a couple of pints, went in, and again, it was like, hmm. I mean, it wasn't the worst performance I've seen Tottenham. I, I, didn't, I don't think it's a massive disgrace to draw with Norwich, even though they were bottom of the table. Norwich played pretty well, but again, I mean, some of the football wasn't that inspiring, was it? No. Yeah, I mean, I, it was weird because I... Uh, we were very lucky in that game as well. I thought the Pookie 
offside. Oh, it's about, it was about yeah. two, two centimetres. You, you, you know, it's getting to the stage where you actually want other teams' goals to stand because you're so disgusted. It, it, feels, a bit, it just feels a bit dirty, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it doesn't his count. armpit was offside. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It was yeah. such a good goal as well. Considering yeah. VAR has gone for us quite a few times. Yeah. Obviously, it's gone against us as well. Yeah. But you'd think that we'd actually be more for it. I mean, the, yeah. she- the, the Sheffield one, which was ruled out against I mean, us, yeah. it was outrageous. I'm still, yeah. I'm still upset. About uh, oh, like, I just I think it is probably the worst thing that has happened to, to football. football. I agree. Agreed, totally. I, agree. I, I hope they do a vote and take and get rid of it because I just uh, yeah, who knows? Not only you, that, the linesmen have lost all credibility. The refs yeah, have lost all credibility. They've all been undermined. And they're like it. applauding Michael Oliver the other day for going to look at the screen. They should be doing that. Yeah, yeah. you That's know, what they do in America. They should be doing. Yeah, it's the basic rule of VAR. That was what it was brought in to do that for, yeah. to help the referee not that they take all the decisions away I mean I've actually slightly moving away but I felt that um, in the stadium now as well there is that like delayed celebration yeah, as well oh, it's like that, yeah. you have to sort of check like, you always have to like a tick it. box but make sure it's yeah. like, yeah. like the lino's fine the ref's yeah, yeah. fine the yeah. players celebrate yeah. now I can celebrate and yeah, it's like yeah. five seconds later and that's what football football is about those rushes of emotion yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you're being, they're being at best diluted or, or we're being robbed of them, really. And Norwich were, seemed like they were robbed of that goal that night. And of course, if it had stood, yeah. we might well have lost the game. And yeah. if we had lost the game, we probably wouldn't have had many complaints, really. I mean, they, were, they played well and um, we mm. didn't. I thought um, the, only, the only sort of silver line in that game was um, Ndombele. I thought I he was yeah. Like, yeah. I know he's yeah. got his injury problems and that's well, winding Mourinho <laughs> up and whatever, but I, he... Like it, it, when he got the ball in the middle in that game, and just a few times seeing like those like pick the ball up, beat someone, pass it forward, and it was like it looks so simple, but we haven't had that. For, it was like, like, like Dembele, Dembele. Yeah, it was yeah, like Dembele vibes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, he just looks so good. He he looks like he can do everything. He looks like he's totally confident. Plays Absolutely. with complete conviction. Strong. I mean, great on the ball. So positive as well. You need that. In the, yeah. in the, you need yeah. someone who's really going to always try and make something well, happen. Well, he's, in a he's definitely way. someone to build around. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. with yeah. him staying fit at some point, because yeah. at the minute it's like a chocolate teapot. Like you've yeah. got one yeah. game out of him or half a game out of him, and that's yeah, but, it. But for the, I mean, for moving forward, if he gets his fitness right and stuff, he's definitely he's he would be an integral part of that rebuild. Yeah. But I'm glad everyone now agrees we desperately do. Yeah. Need. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like I, I I had a little spat on a WhatsApp group about. This. But I also like Lachelso. I think mm. he looks classy and neat and tidy. Yeah. He's got a great touch. He can pass it. But somebody, uh, I had a row with someone on the WhatsApp group. In fact, I might as well tell you who it was. It was Rob Easton, who is, you know, who is the <laughs> voice of doom. You know the voice of yeah. doom. He's fame infamous on this podcast, of course, because he's the one who always comes in and trashes everything. And he's, which is a great, he's a great, he's a great character. But we were on this WhatsApp group and he, he said, Lachelso, he says, suddenly he said, actually it wasn't in this game. It was in, I think it was in the Borough game where he just suddenly said, Lachelso is the worst waste of a footballer we've ever seen or something <laughs> like that. And I went, oh, I love Lachelso. And then he produced, Loads of screen grabs of stats that said that Chelsea had never passed the ball forward in all the time he'd been at or something like that. I don't know. We've definitely had worse. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, it's classy. Yeah. It may be. I think what Rob's point was that he, he isn't so. It's a bit like Winks as well. He doesn't quite. He's not not doesn't make incisive passes, yeah. forward passes enough. He doesn't make enough. He doesn't have enough shots as but well. Would you say that that's also because of the people around them? Yeah, possibly. How he's being yeah. Played. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in that Norwich game, I, I totally agree about Andombele, and that's why I, I just think he looks great. And, and it really worries me that already Mourinho has gone into that mode where he's looking around at, for people to point fingers at and, yeah. and lay blame at. And he's already hanging him out to dry. I mean, Mourinho's only been here 
couple of months and he's already basically saying repeatedly that he's doing what he did to Luke Shaw at Man United. Of course, yeah. He's saying this guy's not trying. This guy keeps saying he's injured but he he needs to try harder and and go through the pain barrier. He's essentially saying that he's a lightweight or he's a malingerer. Now, even if he thinks that, he's entitled to think that and some players might be like that and Dombele might be like that for all I know. But what what is the merit in saying it publicly time and again? What does he think he's going to get? Nothing. That's the point. This is, look, we got like two good weeks of of the new like re-energized Mourinho yeah. He's smiling all the time and inviting the ball boys to lunch and all that stuff, and it's great. And then the first whiff of, of like consistent defeat, he could completely yeah. goes back into Man United Mourinho. Absolutely. And I even saw um, in an interview a few days ago, he was blaming the height of his defenders. Really? I didn't box. see that. And one. then it, but like we have most of our defenders are at least six foot. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just petty. Just it's don't. Petty. And it's it's so early it was to do never going to last. It it's was never, never going to last because the problems were essentially in the squad and yeah. with the board. They were always going to continue whoever was in charge because it's not the manager's fault. It is the fact that the squad, yes, was a great squad. Mm-hmm. We are now four years down yeah. the line. Something has to give at some point. And unfortunately, it was the manager. And again, Joseph just walked into the exact same situation. Are we going to spend this month? Most likely not. I'd be shell-shocked yeah. if we did. Ericsson, if they can get 20-odd million, he'll go to Inter. Yeah. So actually... That's even that's worsening the situation. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know what he was conned into believing or thinking he was getting himself into. But I reckon if you asked like ninety percent of fans, they'd tell you that he was dreaming if he thought he was going to get Absolutely. any type of budget in yeah. this window. But the problem is that is his style now is like he's ma- he's pathologically or he, he, he's like a depressive. <laughs> and he basically looks at the situation. And he's like he, he he feels like he's cornered and he's blaming all sorts of things. Short defenders. The ball was too light. There's an idiot on the Southampton oh, yeah, bench. He, he, he blamed the other ball boys at the Southampton game. He blamed the ball, yeah, their ball, the ball boys. boys. Yeah, the ball boys. And Dombele isn't trying. He's pretending to be injured. I mean, I saw him on Sunday. Uh, you know, we'll come to the Borough game, obviously. But I saw him. Showing, they, they cut him at some point, And he's looking really miserable. And he just shouted at Dele. Dele, come on! Yeah. And you just think, that's not very constructive. I can't, yeah. I can't imagine Klopp doing yeah, that. I get that at Sunday League. Don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Dele, come on! Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Anyway, after Norwich, yeah, Southampton was probably, I would say, the worst game of the four mm. in terms of performance. Oh, God, that was The first half was bad, but the second half was terrible. Was that was really I didn't even know who that team was. Who was that? Oh, the second half. I mean, you know, you go in at half-time and everyone's slagging the team off on Twitter and all that, as usual. Mm. And I'm thinking, actually, we weren't that bad. I mean, we were in this game, they scored a good goal, but, you know. And now he's got a chance to actually give him a little, give him a ten percent boost by bollocking them or or giving them some ideas, and we'll, I think we'll be all right. They're not that good, Southampton. Well, we we went twenty percent, thirty percent worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were terrible second half. It was it was almost. I know people talk about like that busy Christmas schedule and whatever, and there's those constant talks about like oh the players are so tired, like mm. we play twice as many games as everyone else or something, but. We don't, and it was just like that second half. It was like it was almost like we just accepted that away at Southampton wasn't going to be a game where we picked up points. And it's like Which is that ridiculous. feels a million yeah. miles it's away totally from ridiculous. Yeah. And it, year, well, the thing is, ago. I would say last season we lost away at Southampton as well. Yeah. And I mean, I think yeah. obviously we can all say that the, the performances since this time last year have progressively gone downhill. Absolutely. Yeah. But my my thing with even even not so much the start of the season, but the back end of last season, we were, we were losing, but you still felt like the team had some fight in them. Yeah. Yeah. And now I don't feel like there is yeah. any fight. I feel well, like if yeah. we go 1-0 down, which unfortunately is now most games, I feel like unless something goes our way in yeah. terms of a lucky decision or something like that, I feel yeah. like we kind of 
just accept it, which is very Spurs of the old soft underbelly, all yeah. that. Ninety Spurs, which we've spent yeah. so long getting rid yeah. of. But do you, know, you know what really, really worries me. I totally agree with all of that, and uh, and what. But what I've always thought, and what Poch brought. I've always looked, you look at teams and you think, do they look happy? Do they look mm. like they're enjoying playing for this guy? Do they look like they're, they're enjoying playing together? And under Poch, of course, until the end, they always looked like happy. They always looked like they had yeah. that fight and spirit and togetherness and enjoyment. And then they, they seem to have that relationship with the manager as well. There's a lot of hugging and, and being positive. That, there's none of that. They look uh, miserable to yeah. me. They look miserable. The manager's definitely miserable. He looks like he's clinically depressed. And he's has only been, been, been there has a couple been, of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he's been like that for years. <laughs> I know. His dog died over Christmas. Yeah, that was so remember, that, he's, that he's already, is, he's already inter- really down. That was before the Brighton game. Yeah, yeah. he was already he really came down. On. It was old Jim Rosenthal because it was Amazon Prime, wasn't it? Yeah. We've seen yeah. Jim Rosenthal for years. Him and Glenn, and up walks Jose Mourinho. So he says, Jose, thank you so much for joining us. We're looking forward to today's game. How's your Christmas been? And he went... Actually, it's not been very good. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Why is that? Sorry. My dog died yesterday, and uh, you know, to be truthful, it, <laughs> I was very, very close to him, and uh, it's very sad for me. And I've got, <laughs> and I've got to play Eric Dyer today. <laughs> Where are we going to go with this interview from there? Pro Jim Rosenthal, whose trademark is a fixed <laughs> grin, isn't it? <laughs> he had to st- try and stop grinning. No, Didn't seem, but I mean, you know, yeah, Mourinho just seems like constantly miserable to mm-hmm. me. And then, and and you know, and if the leader of any organisation, the guy at the top, is miserable, that will permeate. Of course, and it's yeah. permeating the team, and already has. And God, oh, look, God. Here, here's the bottom line: we have we have an aging team, yeah. and it, now it's that it was it's that empty transfer window last year that's coming back to bite us because we hadn't start to we didn't start to yeah, bring yeah. in reinforcements yeah. and start to stagger in. New players. So we have a backlog so we, of problems. So we, have a, back, we just have an aging team with yeah. no youth that's already had experience. Yeah. You have one youthful player in the, in, in the back four, Sanchez. You have Endembele. You have the front. But, but the rest of our midfield and our, exactly. and our back four are just old. Exactly. And it's come back to bite us in the ass. So it's our own fault. Well, you say our. I, was not, I don't think any of us around this table can take responsibility for this. But whose fault is it? Is it Levy's fault? It's it's Levy's fault, and I think also I don't mean I don't know what, what happened between him and Potch, but Potch should have really I mean really have fought harder to get money. And I, I can't imagine know. Potch was happy with the team. I can't imagine. No, no, he was well, definitely not happy. Yeah. I think he well, wanted. He, he wanted, because there are already so many rumors of he, people he wanted to bring yeah, in then. Yeah. So I definitely think it's Levy's fault. Yeah, I mean, it is a recurring... It does take you back throughout the whole Levy reign. I mean, oh. you know, managers wanting yeah. players, wanting to... And not getting them. And yeah. last Deals going wrong at the last minute because mm. Levy suddenly tries to get a bit of money off again at yeah. the last minute. And all that. Mm. It is his one flaw. I mean, Levy, I think, you know, when, when history looks back, you look at all Levy's achievements and they are colossal. And, there, and there'll be a statue of Levy outside White Hart Lane, and they, they will. And, and they'll look back, and you look at all the... All, He's won all, one trophy. No, but I'm talking about for the club as You're a whole. Bringing, okay. bringing the club into a new... Yeah, and the stadium. Yeah, I mean, when yeah. you look at all the money that clubs yeah. have had from True. the Premier League, yeah. what the money has done for all the clubs, yeah. he has got... He is extracting maximum value. When he had Potch, he also had a team that got in the top four every year. Yeah. But his fatal flaw has always been that, that the transfer market yeah. and the way he plays it. And he's ridden his luck. I mean, in Potch, he had the perfect manager who actually yeah. liked getting, extracting more from players that he had that weren't expensive. He didn't really demand a lot of expense. But, he, but when you go two windows with no players, even Potch had had enough. Well, he, he'd said it multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, if you look back at all the interviews that were done towards the end of last season, he had 
openly said yeah. to anyone that was listening, if you yeah. read between the lines, yeah. we are crying out yeah. for, a, for new players. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he'd gone two seasons at Wembley. He'd, he, he'd yeah. gone effectively two, nearly three miracles. transfer windows with any, yeah. without any players. Worker, exactly. Yeah. He, was, he was openly saying, yeah. we need it. And, yeah. he, and I think you just knew, obviously, as he got more miserable, you knew he was never going to get what he needed. Yeah. And I think that he, out of any manager we've had, deserved it more than anyone. Because for yeah, essentially, we were, yeah. we were away from home for nearly two seasons. Yeah. And, they, and they made him miserable and he thought, right, that's enough. I'm going to wait to get fired now Absolutely. because I can't, get, I can't do any more with exactly. this team in these circumstances. And that's the sad thing. And now, God, the future looks bleak. Let's quickly talk about the Borough game. The Borough game, well, we look like we're going to lose that. (laughs) At least we didn't lose it. It wasn't the worst performance for me. I thought the worst performance was at Southampton. But, you know, it's like... It was was tough. I think watching that Borough game as well, the the goal that they scored was insane how easy it was. And he sort of ran through. And you see that striker almost couldn't believe his luck. He was like... And then for us, it was well, for me watching it, it was just sort of like looking at us and just thinking we're only going to score, like it's felt like in the last few games, and pretty much since Mourinho's been there from the start, we're only going to score if someone pulls something out of the bag. We're not going to yeah. yeah. play a nice combination move no, that breaks yeah. through them, or it's like, oh, Spurs, this is because Spurs are a better team. And it was, you know, it was like a good ball. For, it actually came from Lacelso, didn't it, when he yeah. sort of won it in the middle and played yeah, it forward. Actually, yeah, yeah. I think him and Lamella actually did quite well when they came yeah, they on. Did, but yeah, they did, yeah, that, that goal from Mora, that header, and then after that, the only other chance we had was when Mora went on that yeah. run and nearly put it in. And it's like we weren't. Even though well, we had the ball uh, at the end, oh, people, didn't you know, oh, yeah, he miss a good chance blasted it. Mourinho did the classic. Yeah. He did the classic <laughs> Mourinho totally victim thing as well. Where yeah. it was like, well, what more can I do? Sort yes. of thing. And it was like, it was it's like another example. Yeah. That's all he's, he's completely um, yeah. sociopathic. He's yeah. only ever thinking about himself. Every interview he gives is about how it's not his fault. Yeah. And how he's a victim. Genuinely, I think this this marriage with us and Mourinho is going to be very very short lived. I'm honestly, I'm not buying into any of it. Whatsoever. If I, I don't think anyone thinks that he'll be there for the full duration yeah. of the contract. Oh, I don't think he'll be there. I think I'll be surprised if he's there. If if we're talking about him, next season. I think even next this time next year, yeah. I think I'd be shell shocked if he was there. Yeah, I mean, I know what you mean. I, I keep trying to say to myself, listen, give him a chance. He hasn't had a window yet. He's only been yeah. here a couple. Of, but all the signs yeah, suggest that what you're saying is yeah everyone comes saying he's won like a trophy at the first year yeah. of every club and I'm like well wait a minute yeah. <laughs> we're, we're already in like season three Spurs, of Mourinho here comes Spurs yeah. to snap that yeah, yeah. You never, know? never say a record that he's that anyone's ever yeah. done because we'll always ruin it oh, no, yeah. just say a record. he's gonna not win a trophy for the first time in his career in the first year at a club yeah, yeah. um well, hold on. We're still in the FA yes, Cup. We, we could are. get a whole bunch of easy... We, we could beat Middlesbrough and then get a bunch of easy... Actually, we haven't got an easy draw. We've got Southampton again. Don't worry. Don't worry. That just means you can play a lot of Ronnie Rosenthal <laughs> highlight clips. Yeah. At least yeah. it gives us that excuse yeah. for when... I always think Bruce Grobbler might have taken a bung that night, though, don't you? I mean, he was later on, uh, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's take a break. Hello and welcome to Seeing Red, a true crime podcast brought to you by me, Mark and my co-host Bethan. Each week we take a deep dive into the dark world of true crime. Cases have ranged from the murder of Christina Abbott, a high-class escort who was killed by a sadistic client, to the Peru 2, a pair of young women convicted of smuggling drugs in South America. Whilst always respectful to the victims of these crimes, we do like to tell each story in our own unique style, with humour and lots of f***ing swearing. 
Join us every Wednesday for a new episode of Seeing Red, a true crime podcast, wherever you get yours. And we're back in the room now. Before we get on, so we've gone through the rather arduous task of going through all the, the four games since Christmas. And I can tell you there's some very depressed people around this table. <laughs> the only person who doesn't look miserable is Leon, the engineer, who's He's just eating and drinking and laughing his head off to himself. He's completely oh, oblivious. No, I envy him. Oh, you've been drinking. Yeah, Good. Well, I think that's remember? that's <laughs> that is for the best. Now, I've just got to read out some stuff here. Um, let's have a look here. Oh, yeah, we've got two great uh, live shows coming up. January the thirteenth, we've got Clive Allen. He's got a new book out. He was the co-commentator, funnily enough, in that Middlesbrough game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then on February 25th, I can announce for the first time that John Pratt is going to be our guest. John Pratt, who played, uh, played right throughout the 70s, as I recall. And he's a, quite a character as well. We've had him on, but not for a while. And he is a right good laugh, and he's got lots of good stories. So I'm looking forward to that. That's February 25th. Both those shows will take place at our, um, at the, our regular haunt at the Al- Albany in Great Portland Street. And you can be at those shows. If you join now at season.spursshow.net, join us and get for £10 a month, you get two tickets for each of these monthly events. And they are always great. We have a really good evening. We hear some great stories. And they're not big, these events. These are the small, intimate live events. You always get to meet the players. And it's, it, I recommend them. Uh, also, I should say that for additional premium Spurs show content, including a daily Spurs news show, match reports, interviews with ex-players and much more, sign up at patreon.com slash Spurs show. Why not try it for a month and support this show? On the Spurs Flicks version, new documentary from Pete Hain, Tottenham Historical Walks from Willie Morgan, Spurs on Record Series, and next... Oh, oh yeah, and by the way, next week, our guest on this very show here in the Spurs show studio with Leon, the engineer, will be Stephen Pollard... And the aforementioned Clive Allen. Oh. No, sorry, I beg your pardon. <laughs> That's not in here. That's at the Albany, January the 13th is next week. See if you can edit that out, if you can be bothered, Leon. I mean, if not, don't worry, mate. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is next week, January 13th, is what I've already mentioned, which is the live show in the Albany with Clive Allen. Stephen Pollard will be on as well. Okay. Uh, now, where were we? We'd had four horrible games to talk about, and now we've got two potentially even worse ones to talk about in the upcoming fixtures. The first one is like, it's a bit like, you know, you're a small child and you're going to see a horror movie. You don't know what it's going to be like. It might be okay, but more than likely, you're gonna, it's going to be a very, very, very scary and traumatic experience that may stay with you forever. Yes, I'm talking about Liverpool at home <laughs> at 5.30 on Sunday. Liverpool, a, a team that that is completely... And utterly on its own. They won the league. They've won the league. They never lose. They outplay everyone. I mean, the way they dismantled Leicester recently. I don't know if you saw that yeah. over Christmas. Yeah. And their kids beat Leeds. Their kids. Their children. Their children's beat Leeds in the FA Cup. So. Everton. They beat Everton. Leeds. No, it's Arsenal. No, it's Everton. Beat Leeds. Oh, Leeds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Everton. Yeah. The Liverpool children beat Everton's first team, yeah. and it was an absolute. I mean, a stroll in the park. For, 
That's who we're playing, 5.30 on Saturday. I'm already picturing myself. There's something weird about it being 5.30 on a January evening as well. It's that weird time, Horrible. sort of twilight zone. <laughs> yeah. And we'll all like, be there. It feels like the time for a Everyone will have had a there. few drinks yeah. and we'll sit there and it could be grim. Shades of 1-6 to Chelsea under mm. Christian Gross. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get carried away here. The game hasn't kicked off yet. But you look at also the team, the prospects for the team. We've just heard today that Musa Sissoko is out till April. That goes his golden boot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, can anyone see any reason for anything other than pessimism going into this game? Uh, yes. Anything yes. can happen in football. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I'm, I'll take that. That's one. Uh, there's two. Klopp might feel so sorry for us that he does play the kids again, mm. and yeah. we can get. The but result. they might. They have a very good chance yeah. of beating which us. doesn't. Which doesn't no. guarantee anything. Yeah. No. Or the only, the only thing that I can think of is that. Liverpool are obviously going to come flying out the blocks and try and kill the game early. Mm-hmm. And the way we've been playing at the moment is it's not pretty. It's like dilly dallying around it at the back and then pinging it long. Mm. I think obviously Kane won't be playing, and so it'll be probably Moore and Son. And if they do press us high and push up high, if there's space in behind, which is we've like the, the the, you know against Middlesbrough, the yeah, reason we couldn't do anything is because there was no space to yeah. go into for those yeah. players. Mm. So if the, the only thing I can think is there'll be a little bit of space in behind, but yeah. that's okay. uh, that that's what I'm banking yeah. everything yeah. on. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, feel no, 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 that could you know. There's some sense in that definitely. Look, put it this way: the only positive is that after this game finishes, we don't have to play them again. To the Champions, Champions League final. The thing is, oh, I would sorry. I would say that the last couple times we've played Liverpool, I actually don't think we've played that bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we usually or, give them a game. We, we actually do tend to give them a game. And yeah. I, I mean, look, we hit the bar twice, didn't we? we scored uh, first, whenever it was one, yeah. October, whenever yeah. it was, we played them. Yeah. We could have easily. We could. We could have. We could have got something there. The year before that, when Yama again, we could have got something there. We should have won, really. I'm just trying to be There was, the, just the, Wembley, a bit there was the Wembley game where they totally outplayed <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, no, the game that Kane just kind of lobbed the ball over Lovren and we beat them with yeah. a 4 1 or something like yeah. Yeah. that. Yeah, that changed that, the season. They, they kind of kicked the ball. So maybe, maybe, <laughs> the reason maybe they need to really demolish us for our season or our team to really kick start. Yeah, they could, they could return the favour and we could go on a little bit. Yeah, we could go on a run. Yeah, we could go on a little bit. You know, loving these fans. So maybe this is the most exciting Spurs game in months. Van Dyke might break a leg. I don't know. Pardon? Van Dyke might break a leg. Oh, Van Dyke. I thought you said Lamella. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's probably yeah. already happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jesus. But maybe they'll get up for it in the same way that Man United get up when they play Liverpool. Man United give them a good game. Don't they? Maybe, maybe the players will get up or maybe Mourinho will have a cunning plan. I don't know. Mourinho, United uh, under Mourinho, I think, I can't remember actually whether they played well against Liverpool or not. They tend to, don't they? I'm, tr- I'm literally you know, scrambling like around. I really am. He had a solid midfield, though, than that Man United team. You know, he brought in Madden. Yeah, I mean, who's going to play in this game? Because we've got no Kane's out, Sissoko's out. We have no midfield. Well, we, we have, we so have you, Winks. You have to play Winks, Winks if he's fit. And, no, we have Dyer. Dyer, you could um, play Winks. You could, you could play Winks and or Dyer. That Winks and Dyer, if they're fit, is okay. Wanyama with one Wanyama's, leg, yeah. yeah. And God knows what's happened to Wanyama. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to him. I don't know where he's been. Uh, then you could, as we mentioned before we, we started recording, that you could potentially, if you were feeling brave, play La Celso or Ericsson beside one of Dyer or Winks. Maybe Dyer, maybe Dyer is the minder and La Celso say. And then in front of them, you'd have maybe Mora and Delhi and, say, Ericsson. And then Son up top. And then Son up top. That's, that's a reasonable... I mean, on, those are good players. Of course they are. 
It's, but that, you know. I want Sanchez in that back four. I equally agree. Yeah. Something, yeah. something I, prob- I, need, I would not have said going back six yeah. months. I need someone who's going to be like powerful and yeah. will stand up to, 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 to Mane and to Salah and to Firmino. Yeah. And because right now, we've just, our center backs have just been kind of just like not well, really. The, the problem is, there's no pace at the back. There's no pace. So no. With, with Sanchez, at least you've got legs. Yes to get back if required yeah. hold the line whatever because Toby's got no legs we, no. Uh, everyone's very happy yeah, about this no deal legs. I'm happy we'll get some money when we eventually yeah. sell him but again for me and people love yeah. to disagree with me on this he's equally finished he's yeah. got no legs left not saying he's not done right. a wonderful job for us yeah. but he is not at the level yeah. we need to be at same with Jan Jan yeah. has been my favourite player for god knows yeah. how many yeah. years and I can accept that so I feel like yeah. people also need to accept that yeah. we that the whole thing the whole back and midfield aside from and on ballet yeah. needs to, needs a whole redo. Yeah, yeah. But Ori is going to play, isn't he? It's going to. Ori will play. It, it's going to happen he again, isn't play it? Any other? Well, the, the, he obviously doesn't rate Walker Peters, who, to be fair, <laughs> has been bullied a few times at, uh, yeah. at right back. And and then who's the other option? Uh, Foyt, who he's obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you don't fancy him either. Well, like I'd Norwich rather Fourth yeah. than Ori. Ori's a liability. Well, the thing well, is, well, yeah, Aurier is the a liability. The thing with him is yeah. that if you watch when Sissoko plays, and Sissoko gets dragged out of position Sissoko's so right much back. because yeah, he's literally yeah. covering yeah. for Aurier yeah. every time, yeah. and and again that leaves the, the holes in our midfield, especially when you've got Lucas and Aurier on that side, it's yeah. just non-existent because Lucas doesn't track back. Neither does Aurier, and Aurier yeah. is nowhere. So you've got Sissoko running to try and cover that. The whole midfield is wide open. That's why he has tried, hasn't he, with a three. Well, he's yeah. tried it with a three, and then he's played Sessignon and Aurier in the knowledge that at least there's cover from the, the three can move from side to side and cover the fullbacks yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. I suppose he could do that again. I think, yeah. With the, the I mean, Aurier and Sessignon have pace, don't they? Yes. So there's there's that as well. That's the other advantage. So you had Aurier and Sessignon and Sanchez that way, and then you've got the sort of know-how and experience at least of Alderweireld and Patongan yeah. being covered for pace. But then you're then you're having to forego someone further forward in the team. Probably one of the creative department. I tell you, who else has been worrying me is Delhi. I don't think Delhi's been Delhi's playing very well. Delhi's brother's back. Yeah, Delhi's brother's back. <laughs> exactly. Back. Yeah. No, even that. I think that sort of like initial bump that everyone was talking about, and when Mourinho came in, we had you know a pretty good record in his first few games, mm-hmm. but we still weren't. It, it was again. It was those sort of like individual moments yeah. of brilliance. It yeah. wasn't, you know, Delhi wasn't. It wasn't like he was back in a system that he was thriving in and no, he was playing off Kane. Like it was, he was working harder. Yeah, and he, he was, was and he was getting the rewards. Yeah. He was in the right place, but he he sort of yeah slowly slumped back into. However, the I think Lamella plays blinding against Liverpool every time he gets on yeah. the pitch against yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. You need that bit of aggressiveness, yes. and like we all know, yeah. he's going to get booked within the first like yeah. half an hour. Like, we'll but, pull, pull something yeah. as well. But he, you know, you just need someone with a bit of bite and. I mean, I think the only way that we would potentially get anything is if we just... I know it sounds like suicide, but I also think our defending at the minute is equally suicidal. So at home, I think just go for it. Mm. Because no one has any expectations for this game. I would rather go and watch a team that has gone for it and I can say, okay, they really tried. They tried to play... And find a way rather than just sitting back waiting for the inevitable to happen because it will they will inevitably score. But yeah. I want I want us to just try and have a go because I feel like we every yeah. game we're just sitting there just waiting. It's yeah. an interesting game for Mourinho as well. To sort of look at the you had the Man United game with him going back there and whatever, and we were awful. And yeah. that, you know he almost mm. got outthought by Solskjaer. Yeah. Then had the Chelsea, Chelsea. game where exactly Terrible. the same thing happened yeah. in terms of like that managerial battle yeah. with yeah. Lampard. He lost it, yeah. And if that happens again, and he, you know, Klopp comes and just yeah. plays in a certain yeah. way, or that they just completely 
demolish us. You, All of a sudden, the, this sort of like big game manager, this like yeah, big yeah. name that you've brought in, is failing every yeah. single time we're supposed to get up for it. The thing which is, what is, you have to accept again. I, I'm trying. You, you've got to try and not condemn him. Who knows? You know, maybe something will change. But you have to accept that every. It's like in any, any other walk of life. At some point, the, the the person who was. I mean, he was great over ten years ago. You know, yeah, when was yeah. he last great? So was Jan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and you know yeah. those people they lose it time moves on you know when, when Jose was at the top of his game we'd never heard of Jurgen Klopp or, or certainly not Guardiola as a manager yeah. and now you know th- these things these things happen with football you've got to have fresh ideas and keep it fresh and I mean that the assistant manager. I can't do what his Sacramento. name is. Yeah, he's, well, he's supposed to be. He's only thirty. Full yeah, of he's ideas. only thirty, and that, that that's possibly the only another sort of straw to grasp yeah. at is that we've got this very young. He's brought this very young guy in from Leon, is it? Yeah, got or Leon? Uh, was it Leon? Was it Leon? I think. No, but he studied yeah. in Wales. I think it was Leon. Like, studied in Wales. Something like somewhere in the in United Kingdom, and he, right. all these credentials about yeah. like how he, analytics very, and 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 how he looks at players and their numbers and okay. takes a scientific approach to it. Right. Yeah. But he seems quite vocal, doesn't he, on the sidelines? Oh, yeah. To the point yeah. where if I was Mourinho, I'd say, will you just shut up? I'm going to. <laughs> but I mean, but on the other hand, maybe at least he's young, he's got new ideas. Maybe yeah. Mourinho, if he's. But he's, who knows whether Mourinho's ego would allow him to. I can't imagine it. Mm. Look, speaking of young, I think, and a lot of people might disagree with me on this, this is actually a game that I want to see Parrot start in, and I'll tell you why. Really? I'll tell you why. You play a 4-2-3-1. You have the pace. You need to, I don't think Sun is the best up top. I think he's the best when he's on his left. And also, if we have nothing to lose, like Abby said, just go for it. And we know that this, we have a higher chance of probably losing this game than we do winning. Putting, putting Parrot in this game and putting him in the spotlight will get the best out of him. Because what, what academy player wouldn't want to try to score a goal against Liverpool? Honestly. And so I don't see what the, why you yeah, would throw him in there. He I plays could, for the national team. Yeah, We've yeah. seen him score in other games. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, well, I mean, my I think thing it just is, feels so unrealistic. I think my it? thing of is like if, he didn't come, if he didn't contribute against Borough, yeah. he's not really going to affect much. I'm not, I'm not against it. No, my, yeah. my personal preferred position for Son is through the middle. I think Son yeah. plays much better when he's yeah, actually right. there yeah. um, with his pace as well. I'm not against it, but yeah. I just I couldn't imagine Jose taking a risk. It's not very Jose like that. It's, not, sure. it's completely out of the box. If not starting, then I want to see him come in at least as a substitute. Because I think with young players, you need to up the ante on. Look at all the players that played the FA Cup game for Liverpool and won the. But he's not. Like, oh. He's not a young I know. player manager. They're not. But that's no. the point. If he's not a young player manager, but we're talking about youth, you need youth to put play youth. He, mm. he was talking about how he wants to be that kind of manager when he first came to Spurs. Mm. So actually, show it. <laughs> he did yeah. it in the first few games. He, he did it in the first few games. But he's kind of stopped it now. Yeah. But. I feel sorry for people like Foyth because he's just not going to get a look at him yeah. no. as long as he's there. And he I, made I, one mistake against Norwich mistake, and he's like, that's you it. Know, whereas yeah. the rest of them have made countless mistakes yeah, in the last couple of weeks. Foyth, actually, I thought, I said before the show, I thought, despite that mistake, which led to a goal, and there was a few things that went wrong after that mistake as well, he actually played pretty well. He's got all the credentials to be really good. That's the thing, I think, yeah. But yeah, it just doesn't feel. Foyt's never had a run of games. No, but every time he's played, okay, he makes the mistake. But he is young. But I actually, for me, there's no reason why you will. I I get it for the experience and and because everyone loves them still. But you you play 32 year old centre backs when you've got 21 and 22 on the bench who have legs. And I know Mm. that you would say, well, they have no experience. But how how does a footballer get experience? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You could at least play one of them. Yeah, I mean Sanchez has played well this season when he's played, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Last couple of games, I don't understand why he's not playing. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, he only seems to want. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to p- uh, not play Alderweireld and Vertonghen. So, but he, he was playing Vertonghen left back for a while, wasn't he? And then he can play Sanchez I mean, in the middle. He, he clearly is not a fan of Danny Rose. Then, yeah, is Danny, Danny Rose been injured gone? though? I Has he been injured? Danny Rose was injured. I, thought. I think he I might be injured because he, he picked him to begin he hasn't with. Been didn't on the bench for a while. No, I'm pretty sure he was a bit injured. Yeah, yeah, I think he's no, a bit. I, I think he I might mean, be. Even before that, I mean, Vertonghen's been playing left back for quite yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, for a while he yeah. decided Vertonghen because he liked Vertonghen we, yeah. being the, big and strong and yeah, he likes centre backs, basically. <laughs> well, he likes to play. He does. I think he'd play Eric Dyer, ev- I mean, yeah. every single game in every position yeah. if he could. I think he'll like Davies when he comes back as well. I think but he's, I, he's, I don't actually dislike I don't. him. I mean, yeah. when it, it was weird because a few years ago, Davies was the one people used to sort of like grown at. I mean, like, he's not yeah. as fun and as exciting as the rest of the team. I think Davies will be there. Will be the yeah. less when, he's, yeah. when he's back. We seem to be in the midst of another in, of a growing injury crisis. Yeah, another, yeah. Just, just what you don't need when all this stuff's the, going. The Kane thing doesn't necessarily concern me yeah. because no, we because in the past we've always been fine. Yeah, yeah, we've had. Signs. It just means that someone else has to step up, and someone will step up. It is yeah, inevitable that someone will still well, get. Son and Mora are yeah. both goal scorers. Of course, They're yeah. natural goal scorers. So it's yeah. annoying. The Kane thing is just a bit of a. In the area of inevitability it now is. as well, isn't it? But Which at the same time, it's, it's potentially quite a good thing because all we've done is play a long ball. So yeah. now yeah. we actually have to see Jose go and do something completely I mean, different and actually that, play football. Didn't he? He said, there's, I haven't got a centre forward to hold the ball up. Is that, you, what is it, 1973? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come on, mate. Now we're going to have to try and play in a completely different way because there is zero, and there was zero height up top. Yeah. And yeah. this is going to stick Delhi up there, which is just pointless. No. So this actually requires him to come into the, the new... Decade. Okay, and you're play saying this now. Football. You know what's going to happen? We're going to wake up tomorrow morning and it will say that Spurs have signed Olivier Giroud on oh, loan. We've re signed we re-sign Lorente. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be over the moon, actually. We should never have let him go. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's. Um, so then the, the one other game we can talk about is. I think we can, anyway, because I think but we, won't, we won't record again, according to my script here, but Mightley, is the Barrow yeah. game. So uh, now, of course, the FA Cup is. May it may be some source of, of light really. in the same way that the Champions League was last season it was all going completely pear-shaped in the league and generally but the Champions League was so excited it was a great cup run and we get to the final potentially the FA Cup could serve that purpose this this year I mean yeah. Borough are beatable certainly at home even by us the way we're playing we can I mean, beat Southampton away after and we can yeah. beat yeah. Southampton away you would have thought in the cup especially if Southampton continue to have relegation worries they might even yeah. Yeah. Not even prioritise yeah, it, yeah. yeah. I think, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's quite a weird situation for us because I think a few years ago, under sort of like the peak potch era, it almost sort of, he snubbed the FA Cup yeah. openly. And yeah. I think the fans, because everyone was behind him and everything he did, was sort of quite similar. And like, yeah. we got to like semi-finals and it was horrible losing to Chelsea and all that. But... It didn't. It didn't. It didn't feel like sort of competition that we were going to sort of focus on. We sort of mm. got to those semi-finals because we had a relatively easy run. Yeah. yeah. But now it's got to a point now where I know everyone was saying like, "Oh, Mourinho will come in and win you a trophy," and it's all like, "Oh, this is." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Champions League. You know, Leipzig are brilliant, and then there's rounds and rounds after that. And I think mm. this is our sort of like he, Mourinho will be looking at it as like this is the sort of goal he's got to at the end of the season justify something keeping yeah. on and you know like the work he's done and whatever. But yeah, I yeah, I mean. I don't know. I think he'll pick a strong team again. Um, yeah, but he's yeah. just. I think he's just fuming that he's got another game, isn't he? Because he was. He mentioned that not getting you know, more time to train with them, but as if as if that's someone else. As if that's someone else's fault. Yeah. How dare we? How dare they try and play the game? I'm just worried that if he keeps, you know, fielding strong teams and we have a lot of injuries, and so there's not much rotation going on there, players are going to get tired. We're not a team like 
Liverpool who can just field their youngsters, rest their entire first starting eleven, and be on their way. Yeah, so yeah. it's a question about can these players really keep pr- playing, keep playing and producing, especially especially like you know especially the older ones. The does, older any, ones. does anyone think we're going to finish top four? No, no. I think the I best. I, I think I the don't. best we can hope for is fifth. Aside from everyone else that drops points, because everyone keeps mm. dropping points and it's keeping it open, yeah. I don't believe we'll finish top four. So, in my opinion, for how, how many rounds of the cup are there? Four rounds before you get to the final? Yeah, you've got, you got fourth, fifth, sixth, semi-final, and then the final. And final. So, you've got, so you've got to win four more games after this one. Yeah. I mean, I can't see us going as far as we did in the Champions League. So, I think that... Those the games FA that we Cups. would have had in the Champions League throughout the season to try and yeah. get yeah. there, mm. sacrifice that and go for the FA Cup. Yeah, I mean, so much luck of the draw involved. Of course, isn't there? But that's, yeah. yeah. We don't have the luck of the draw at all in FA Cup, do we? We always get Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, but so United. far it hasn't been the worst. It hasn't been great to get two away games. Has not been great draw wise, but at least yeah. we haven't had one of, the, one of the really big teams. Before we do predictions, which you are. Obliged to do. <laughs> I well, let's just quickly. T- does anyone think will there'll be any movement in the transfer market in this window? Uh, I, I don't. I think. I think. I, I think a lot of people like to think there will be, but I just don't see. We've never really done stuff in January. We, we don't really do stuff in January yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. And I just think, as much as everyone would love us to, I, I can't see sort of like any. There might be like a couple of maybe small transfers or like young players move, mm. like moving out or mm. people coming in or whatever. But I don't see Mourinho sort of getting a player that he wants that's going to come into the starting eleven. I mean, Spurs rarely sign players that are yeah. going to go straight in, and I yeah. just I yeah. can't see that happening now. Like they, the last time they did anything of any significance in January was Moore. Lucas Moore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he didn't even play. He didn't play for like he didn't six play months. Potch yeah. always yeah. likes him to get up to his level. Of, yeah. So he hardly got a look in, did he? And then no, he was only in the next season. The next season, he had any. Thomas Lamar is the is the name that's been talked about. Who is a funnily enough a more a type of a player in that he was a he's a big name winger who hasn't really quite. He's, he's sort of lost his place at mm. Atletico Madrid and may be available. I quite like the sound of that, but I guess that's because I'd just take anyone. Yeah, just he can't he can't be you know he can't do any worse. But yeah, I I don't I personally don't think we're. Gonna I do think anything. if anything, it'd be outgoing. Yeah. Yeah, and that could yeah. be Ericsson, obviously. Yeah. But Ericsson, unless Levy gets some money for him, which really, if you want Ericsson, would you pay twenty million now and you can have him for nothing in in June? No, I mean, but from a Levy perspective, and I guess from our perspective, you can get any, for, to let it get, get anything. to let it get to this situation, yeah. which yeah. is also why I think they ended up begging Toby just to sign the deal. So come yeah. the summertime, we'll they get something. Have a mass exodus. No, because yeah. I think Jan will yeah. go in the summer, and yeah. I think that will yeah. be the free whatever. But yeah. I, I think if we can get anything for Ericsson based on. The situation, I think that that's brilliant for us. Yeah. And if and because of the situation we're in currently, whether or not he'll go and spend it now, I mean, not that 20 million gets you very far these days, mm, yeah. but even if he has something to invest in in the squad back, if we do the deal early and don't wait till, you know, five o'clock or whenever the deadline closes yeah, nowadays. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine anyone necessarily coming in. I'd be no. very, very surprised. No, despite the obvious desperate need <laughs> okay let's do let's do the predictions before we all okay, start crying uh, or maybe this will be the cause of our crying so it, I'm going to ask you for your Liverpool predictions first Avida oh god just start with me don't yep, you yeah sorry well I, obviously I'd love to say it. I think we're going to win but I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be you know the pessimist that every Spurs fan should be. So I'm going to say 
I'm going to say 2-1 to Liverpool, unfortunately, because I just don't see us scoring more goals than them. Unless VR <laughs> comes to the rescue. This is actually the first time I've ever made like a negative you know what? prediction. It's funny you say that, because I was thinking, I think I'm going to... Pre- pre- Predict a defeat, and I've never done. And that. I've, ne- so I've never, I haven't done it yet. Though. I've never on all my podcasts. I've never predicted yeah, a defeat. I've never de- I've only never, draws and wins. Yeah, me too. Abby, I think you were very generous with only the two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's the optimist in me, the little part of it. I am going to go four two. Okay. To them? Yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy, um, but I think that we will. I think we'll go ahead twice. Oh, so it'll be oh. Wor- oh, I hate those. I really hope I'm wrong. I'm just going on <laughs> my lifetime as a Spurs fan. Yeah. They love to just get your hopes up a little bit, yeah. and I think there'll be two late-ish goals as well. Three late-ish goals. I'm going to that game. That's the worst kind of go-to is when you, you get your hopes up multiple times. Don't get them up too much. <laughs> Liam, uh, I reckon we're going to draw. I reckon we're going to draw two all. Um, I'm hoping that Liverpool... For, for some stupid reason or sort of complete I mean you know even if they sort of don't think we're going to be any good we probably won't be but I'm hoping, it's still a big game they don't and play well every game no. no and I think there's always a chance isn't there and yeah. we're it, it's, again it's like I was saying earlier if it's sort of like the third big game we've had and it's a, the third embarrassing defeat I think the players have still got pride and I think there's there's a chance I think going into it with no expectation might be a blessing in terms of getting yeah, something against them. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah. That, is, that is the optimist, to me speaking. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say one all just because I can't say it. <laughs> I think you all know what I really think. Okay, so now we're going to go, I'm going to go back round the other way, just to be fair. Yeah. What do you think about the Borough game, Liam? Um, I think he'll play a strong team because he yeah. knows the FA Cup's important this season. So I'm going to say we'll beat them 2 0. Yeah. Abby? I think we'll win. Mm. In terms of a score, it's going to be probably tight, isn't it? Did you say 2-1? Two, 2-0. Two, oh, I'll go 2-1. 2-1. Yeah. Gaza clean sheet. Uh, we're definitely not going to keep a clean sheet. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go 3-1. I think we'll turn it on at home. Okay, I think we will keep a clean sheet because I don't think they're that good. I mean, and they're in the bottom half of the championship. So I think, but I don't think, I think we'll win 1-0. I think it'll be ugly. It'll be a horrible cold night. At least it's only 20 quid though, folks. 20 quid to get in wherever be, you're sitting. It'll be interesting to see the attendance of that game. Yeah, I think because of the pricing, I think they'll get a pretty good gate. I mean, they won't yeah. even sell it out at those prices. 20, 20 quid for adults, 10 quid for kids, I think it is. Yeah. Which I always think is good the way they do that. I think that's yeah. not, not that it's any act of charity because they I, don't I do acts of charity. Performances of late yeah. should be free. Yeah, we should, should get loyalty yeah. points. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Loads points. As if he'd ever yeah. give anything. <laughs> all right, I think that's it. I think we're going to have to wrap it up now so we can all go and get drunk. But thank you all. Thank you, Aviva. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Liam. Thanks all for coming. Thank you, Leon. Have I done it? Have I done it right? <laughs> and um, to all of you listening around the world, this is Theo Delaney saying, Coward, you Spurs. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.